honest with you, Trista, I love this new era where now the last two off seasons have taken us to the point in the NFL where we can look at maybe not all franchise-altering trades or free agency with quarterbacks like a Tom Brady going to Tampa, but the potential of at least a team that's a quarterback away getting somebody in that position that can legit take them to the next level, like a Derek Carr maybe going to the Jets. Maybe Aaron Rodgers going there. Aaron Rodgers, we know, is the better quarterback, but there's a million factors you got to put in there. It's like, does he want to deal with the young receivers and the New York media? I'll be honest, for the show, for your TikTok, because I know you'd have fun with this, uh, Aaron Rodgers in New York would be amazing. I would love Aaron Rodgers in New York. That would cause all kinds of situations, especially going on WFAN. And listening to callers. Oh man! Oh, they were. They will be tuning in to the Pat McAfee show, dissecting what he says, just ripping him a new one. Oh yeah, that's good for business. That's good for business. It's good for business. I don't think it's good for the organization. Derek Carr makes more sense. He actually likes to work for work with younger players. He likes to, uh, you know, be a leader. He's a much better leader. But you know, the skill set's not there. So if you're the Jets, you got to kind of weigh this and go, okay we could get Aaron Rodgers, is it maybe only for one year, and is it just going to be more trouble than it's worth? We could get Derek Carr, depending on how much money that's going to be. It'll likely be less and take somebody that's maybe not as talented, but surrounded by all these this young talent, he's going to be a great leader, and you can at least maximize what we have on this roster for the time being. Jason Lock and Ford joined the show earlier, and this is what he had to say about where Derek Carr could end up. You know, Washington, maybe a little bit. I, I think they really do want to go down that Sam Howell path, um, and I think car will probably be a little bit more expensive and and might feel a little bit too much like you know some of the stuff they've done already with Carson Wentz so yeah I mean I think I've had him to the Jets I think that's where he ends up I think that's the best Woody Johnson can do so he's plus 625 to go to the Jets but ahead of him right now if you're looking at odds which you can find Tampa for Derek Carr is the favorite at plus 250 Carolina three to one Saints at four to one, then the Jets at plus six twenty five. Colts are ten to one. Texans fourteen, and then the field at plus five hundred. Wow, folks, I I have to go with my man Lock and Fora though. You know I have to trust him. If that's what he says is the right move, we're looking at plus six twenty five. That's some good value right there, right? It makes sense, and given the fact that it's not the fate, like we haven't heard Tampa mentioned no at all so far now. This is part of the reason why he wasn't going to waive the no-trade clause and he wanted to make sure that he got out there and had his choices. He could go talk to whatever team he wants to. And this is kind of a mutual thing where if you're Derek Carr, you also want to go to a place where you can succeed. Do I want to go to Tampa if I'm Derek Carr? No, if that's the only option, yeah. But I'm not going to Tampa where you could have a complete roster overhaul there. They could start a, a rebuild. I mean, Mike Evans probably isn't going anywhere, but is he the same receiver that we've seen in the past, given all the, the dropsies that he had this past season. There's just a lot going on, and that's an organization that feels like they're just completely, they're in flux. Carolina's interesting, though. Carolina 3-1 to one for Derek Carr is at least interesting. you got Frank Reich down there. You've got a really good defense. You've got a solid run game, multiple you know, running backs that you can hand the ball off to in that backfield. They're, and a decent draft pick that if they have Derek Carr and they decide they don't want to draft somebody in this draft, they've got, what, the ninth overall pick? They can go out and add maybe another weapon at receiver for him or maybe even trade down and add a couple of pieces that can help build that team. And, and Frank Reich navigated a complete disaster when he was in Indy. And it's it's going to be very clear that part of that was the owner that was causing the issues as well. I think Frank Reich's a good coach. And I think he, he was made a lot of sense in Carolina. 
I would rather, like, if I had to look at those top three, put the Jets aside here, Trista, Tampa, Carolina, the Saints. If I'm Derek Carr at 3-1, to one, I would actually go to Carolina. Yeah, I think that's the best spot for him, especially considering the Saints just don't have as many pieces offensively. You know, is Michael Thomas ever going to be healthy ever mm-hmm. again? Juice Landry, he is not the one, right? Like, you don't have – Alvin Kamara is not himself. Mark Ingram is I, – I didn't even know, honestly – he was still on this team. That's how long it's been since he's been a productive back. Like the defense hasn't been as good as it was in years past, even though you do have a defense that was stopping a lot of, of teams in that division. So for me, it would only be the Panthers, uh, plus 300. I like that bet. Between, if I had to place two bets, it would be the Jets and the Panthers for sure. It's funny because going into last season, I looked at the Saints receivers, like that whole group, and said, Michael Thomas is healthy because that at the time he was healthy. Like you added Chris Olave, he's and that's the one. Chris Olave is the one star. That's the one star they have there. You're looking at Jarvis Landry in a position where it's like okay, it's a solid role, maybe like a slot receiver. Like I thought they had some one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. It didn't happen. Now some of it could be scheme, some of it could be quarterback like Andy Dalton throwing him the football the entire time. It's not great, but yeah, I, I think. Carolina makes the most sense out of those three. But out of all of them, it's the Jets. It really is. And it's crazy we're talking about this because you brought this up to Lock and Four earlier. You said at the beginning of the show. And, I, I mean, you're right. Like, that division is not out of reach for them only because the Bills, it's not It's not just the inconsistencies we saw at the end of the regular season. It's also just the fact that they got a lot of free agents. And, look, most teams do. We're talking about a ton of teams in the NFL with a lot of names that you're going to have to either be able to pay or they move on and go somewhere else. But there's going to be one or two teams, and we see this every year in the NFL, where they either can't afford or the guys just don't want to stay. And they actually take a step back simply because the main core that they had all hit free agency at the same time. Yeah. And they all move on to go somewhere else. And then the Bills are sitting around looking like John Travolta, just kind of staring around trying to figure out where everybody went. And all of a sudden, the Jets jump up and are able to take that division. Because the Dolphins right now with Tua, we don't know his health. It's it's scary. We don't know what his situation is in terms of long term. I, I, I know... Mac Jones is, I, I guess, doing core workouts and, oh, honestly, on Instagram. With like, Have you thought about <laughs> saw him at the all? Video, I saw some videos of that today, so I guess he's trying to work on his core so he can be a better quarterback for the Patriots next year. They, they're a team right now. The Patriots are as dysfunctional as they've been under Bill Belichick by far. It, the Jets are a team that really could win that division. I think right now, if I'm looking at some long shots, to win the division next year, if the odds were out right now, yeah. I would look at the Jets, and I'd look at your Lions that you just brought up. Yeah, Lions and Jets. Those are my teams of the future, honestly. Then they could be our Lions and our Jets. Exactly. Yes. You know the thing that I think is interesting about uh, Carr anywhere is the weapons are going to have to be elite. The line is going to have to be elite, and the defense is going to have to make him protect him and put him in in a better spot, right? Because if you're Derek Carr and you couldn't make it work with Darren Waller and Devontae Adams, and Hunter Renfro. How are you going to make it work with just Chris Olave? How are you going to make it work with just Chuba Hubbard and, you know, DJ Moore? How? The defense is going to have to be really, really, really good Mm -hmm. in order for you to be in any way more successful than you were at your peak with with the Raiders. And maybe the situation is like, okay, well, they don't want Derek Carr anymore, so he's got to bounce. But the reason they didn't want you, Derek, is because you weren't any good there. And it's not just because the Raiders had one of the worst defenses in the NFL. So if I'm if I'm Derek Carr and the Jets want me, that's the only spot that makes sense that I can be successful because the defense is so good. 
I mean, Carr's coming off the worst year of his career since his rookie yeah. year. Completed n- just under 61% of his passes, 14 interceptions. And this is coming off of two years ago where that team went to the playoffs mm-hmm. and they dealt with all of the things they had to deal with off the field for that team. Yeah. He was able to bring them together and get them to that point. But it's some. do we also maybe look a little bit and say Josh McDaniels is the – like that? That's that's the straw that kind of stirred the change there. So is some of that also on Josh McDaniels? And we won't know until we see them separate, right? It's the conversation of, like, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady separate. All right, well, who made who and who made who better, chicken or the egg, when really it can just be both. This may be a situation where Derek Carr goes to the Jets and looks like a Pro Bowl quarterback, looks like what we saw two years ago in Vegas. That's that's on Josh McDaniels at that point. Yeah, I I don't trust Josh McDaniels. I've said that. I I don't know whether I would want him uh, to be my head coach or to be running my offense, even though the Patriots had a decent offense for a very long time with Tom Brady. I think it's very clear that Tom Brady is uh, a savant and can make those reads on his Mm -hmm. own. And with someone who cannot make those reads on their own, do we trust Josh McDaniels? The answer to me is very clearly no. I trust Frank Reich more than I trust Josh McDaniels. I do. I trust, um, you know, I trust Robert Sala more than I trust Josh McDaniels. We had Zach Wilson out there throwing ducks. We had Joe Flacco out there throwing 45 times. We had Mike effing White out there. Joe Flacco over passing attempts was a great prop at the beginning of the season every week. So we had those. (laughs) Those aren't even mediocre quarterbacks. Those are just flat-out bad quarterbacks. And they won more than their win total. They looked good. There were times where they were beating good teams like the Bills. So with a good quarterback or, like, I guess you would say, Derek Carr's a mediocre to lower tier C level Middle of the pack starting quarterback. Middle of the pack, right? Yeah. Figure it out. You should be able to do that with him when you don't have Zach Wilson running around backwards 30 yards and getting sacked. The Jets had one of the best draft classes we've seen in a long time by a team. I think probably the best in maybe 10 years. If they've got people in that front office that can identify talent that well, who's to say they can't do it again this draft? And then oh, that yeah. team has even more young talent that goes out there and contributes right away, where they have another offensive and defensive rookie of the yeah. year. And all of a sudden, we're looking at the Jets going, they've got stability quarterback and Derek Carr. Okay, he's not a game changer, but he's good, and he's made this team better and given them the leadership they need. The division's up for grabs at that point. They've got all of, everybody they drafted last year. Brees Hall's back. They draft whoever it is that they take this time around in 2023, and they build up even more depth and youth. We could be talking about a completely different narrative around the Jets, period, where you're looking at them and they become the favorite to win the division if the if the Bills have a horrible offseason. Now, I don't think that's going to happen, but there is there is absolutely the potential for the Jets to completely turn this thing around very quickly. And it, look, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I think that's a great spot for him, too. I just don't know if the Jets want to deal with it. I really don't. Yeah, if I'm the Jets, do I want either? I said this last night. I don't know if I do. You've got to saddle yourself with Aaron Rodgers, $50 million per year, mm-hmm. two years minimum for him. You've got Derek Carr, who we don't really know how much is left in the tank. We don't know what's going on upstairs or in the shoulder rotator cuff. So I've got the 13th pick overall. Listen, man, I might try to figure out a quarterback situation. I might try to roll with Mike White for another year and then see what we can do next year in the draft if Robert Sala is still there. The problem for Robert Sala, obviously, is that he's got to try to win games now or he's fired. And that's the thing. And if you're the Jets, you've got a lot of talent that's on rookie contracts. You can afford a quarterback that you can pay $50 million a year to, which is why Aaron Rodgers would make sense in that sense of all of this.